He never answers my calls. Pull on the stomach off himself. <laughs> Guaranteed. Hello? Hey, um, do us a favour. And honestly, I'm not trying to trick you because I know I rang you last week. But what was the name of that podcast you were telling me about today with the bodies in the barrel? Oh, that story from Sam. No, no Graham, we're not, no, honestly. Because no, no, no. Sarah said it to me and prove I wanted it. to know. What's it called? How do I prove it? I said, prove it in our court. <laughs> How do we prove it in our court? Graham, honestly, this is... The, and none of this would be usable because we're just talking to you. So what? what's... Because I think I've heard a podcast I listened to it's now. Bearbrook, yeah, Bearbrook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you start that one? I haven't started I haven't Graham was telling me in the car on the way home And it's I was like Great crazy yeah, Alright yeah. okay go on Bye I love you Bye 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 Here is Lily still up He's gone Cunt um, um, Lily pops is she okay She lost a tooth She lost her tooth um, So she lost her first tooth And the tooth fairy came 600 euro she rang her 50 cousin. Your own she rang her cousin, right? So yeah. she FaceTimed because her tooth came out and so she FaceTimed everybody. Aww. And then um, she was saying to her cousin who like is like her best friend, how what? much did you get like when your first yeah. tooth came out? And uh, Ava was like, I got 20 euro. And Ava's dad was like, no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> absolutely did not get 20 euro. <laughs> and Ava was like, oh, maybe I got that wrong. And then I think Derek was like, she got a fiver. So she got paper money for her like first one. Yeah. And then whatever. So Lenny got six euro Yay. because Graham is so cheap because the only paper money he had was a tenner <laughs> and he wouldn't give her a tenner. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh my God, Graham Lenny. Um, Never change. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So she got six euro, but I have to laugh because she her two came out and the other one beside it is really loose as well. Oh my god! Um, and then Graham, the tooth fairy came. Yeah. And then at one o'clock in the morning, she appeared in the bedroom. She was like, "Where the fuck's my money, bitch?" And I was like, "What the fuck's happening?" And she was like, oh, "The tooth fairy came and like left me money." And I was like, "Yeah, go back to bed." It's one o'clock in the morning. Did she just wake up? Or she woke she... up and like checked under her excited. Right, and then she was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll go back to sleep." Aww. Right, so she went back to sleep anyway. Then the next day, she was like, This other tooth is loose. And I was like, Oh no, that night she came down and she was like, oh, I'm just really excited about two fairy coming. This other tooth is loose. Should I pull it out? Right, and I was like, But if you pull it out, then you're only going to get one amount of money. And if you wait until that one falls out after this tooth, you get more money. You get more money. And she just looked at me with this like Business. maniacal grin. And Capitalism, she was like, really. Yeah, and then she was like, Tomorrow I'll eat an apple. <laughs> I was like, Okay. <laughs> Um, so she went to bed and then the two friends came. What's she going to do with her six euro? She put it in her savings box. Oh my god, she is Graham Nettie. So, I don't know if she does. She kind of is Graham and then she there's other ways she isn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, like she's she's Graham because like she will save money. Yeah. But when you go to Smith's... She's like, what? No, she's not like what? She buys like the... Like you'd be like you're 40 euro. Yeah. And you can get whatever you want. Or like you haven't gotten anything in three months so you've got 50 euro to spend. Yeah. Oh my god, the amount of shite she buys. Really? Oh, it's all she like... She all those dinky little things all though. a fucking shite. Yeah, the stuff that you hate having around your girl. I fucking hate it. <laughs> and like, she buys like, you know those like mashums yeah, and like yeah. little egg things. And then she'd be like, I'd be like, well that's only like 12 euro. And she'd yeah. be like, yeah, okay. Oh, um, well that's good though. So then we like, buy all that. And then like six months later, I'd, I'd be like, I'm trying to let you do. And then she'll come like a week after that and... I won't have thrown out but I usually will hide it yeah, 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 for a yeah. period of time and then she'd be like where's my Snow White that I got in 1997 <laughs> that I haven't played with in seven Graham years Graham daughter what the fuck Graham daughter yeah no that is a Graham thing yeah 100% is Graham that Graham would do that Graham lady he any? loves to tell it have you any housekeeping apart from um, our skating review our skating review on Apple everybody should go read it <laughs> no, no. I love it <laughs> 
I think you should all give us more shit reviews. No. That one wasn't, I was just a no, little, it's fine. little coaching session. It was. We deserved it. A little it. coaching session. Um, I have been like really bad. Yeah, People I'm on Facebook, on it, uh, Twitter keep saying that they're going to end up with Irish accents by the end of the week because they keep binging oh, the episode. God. But it's that awful. was like me when I went to North Ireland for a week. Lord, 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 and I was Lord, like, Lord, 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 Cabinet understood who have heard that six weeks of level five restrictions could pave the way for the country to return to lower level restrictions for the full month of December. They're doing it for Christmas. Yeah. That's why they're doing this. And I understand people. Do you know what I'm going to start talking about? Whatever. I don't care anymore. I don't go anywhere anyway. I don't have a life. It's not impacting my life. I don't fucking go yeah, anywhere. Yeah, but no one is impacting your life. The only thing it's impacting is like us going away together. Yeah, no, I really meant that. Yeah, no, that's literally the only thing it's impacting. <laughs> like, that's it. Everything else, I'm like, oh, I'm like going away in January and I yeah. don't care. I'm going. No, I think you're going to be fine. And I'm going to quarantine for two weeks. I think you're going to be fine in January. So I'm going. I've I've already said to work because I've all my holidays from this year that I'm going. Yeah. And then I'm going to quarantine and work from home. Yeah, and like at the end of the day, like that guy that gave fifty six people <laughs> coronavirus because he didn't self isolate when he came home. You fucking thick. Like just if you're going to go away, grand, go away, but just stay at home when you get home. Oh, <gasps> do you know what was in work last night? What a rat. Oh, Sarah. Did you see the rat? Did I see the rat? I'm going to tell you what happened. Security sent me like a thing like on uh, our instant message service that yeah. was like, Hey Sarah, uh, don't know if there's pest control in the building, but this is this was in the lobby. Two of the lads just killed Did me. they send you a picture? They sent you a picture? picture? I was like, well... Why I'm did they send you a picture? I said, I won't be in. <laughs> I won't be in. I quit. I absolutely <laughs> will not be in. Like, is it pest control? Yeah, we do have pest control. Oh, that sneaky rack got in and out. Fucking got the death. I said to the lads, I shook the two lads' hands. I said, don't care about coronavirus. I shake your hand. I say, thanks very much. How did they kill it? They cornered it. Did they like dance on it? They like hit it with something. Congratulations, you're working with sociopaths. They are dead fucking right. Ask them if they pissed their beds when they were kids and they were had a head injury. They two of them like we're isn't, gas- it, isn't it weird though that it's a thing where like there's certain animals that you can kill that people are like oh that's totally normal thank you for doing that yes like if that was a cat he'd be like you know there's something wrong with you but at the same time I get it they were stuck they were stuck like so the rat what happened was they said so what, would you have killed it would I have no it? you would have shot <laughs> massive crap on the ground I would have been on the desk <laughs> like I would not have killed it how many sent you a picture of the dead right? rat what so the then, fuck um, the two lads said that someone it ran across the warehouse oh. and then the warmest part of the building is reception and to be fair the building's very hot yeah um, but the warmest part of the building is reception because the lads in reception keep all the doors closed oh so he was trying to get warm right so it was I shit <laughs> I know you're so you disgusted dare. Dare. that's what he was doing See, I'm <laughs> sorry for that dirty rat I know but he's trying um, to get warm R.I.P. Mr. Listen, rat listen it wasn't a domestic rat someone draw me a picture of Mr. Rat I'll, I'll show Keelan, you draw me a picture of Mr. Rat Mr. That's rat dead Mr. on the floor that they killed blood coming out of his mouth with little X's um, for eyes and <laughs> it ran into reception and then the lads were like we were stuck and the doors were closed so we were like gee because it got through like a little crack so they just danced on it so they were like the lads were like they're so funny they were like we were screaming Sarah we were screaming we were like <laughs> um, and I was I like so. well I would just like to say well done that well done you're getting a raise you have annual leave you're going to take a little picture with them shaking forever. their hand <laughs> like, a little plaque and I was like <laughs> um, 
there'll be an extra few bob in your paycheck at the end of the week. <laughs> this is for the rat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks very much. You both have permanent jobs for life. Um, They're going to be your go-to rat killers. Oh, God. I got pest control in straight away. Ooh. They were like, we have to fumigate. And I was like, Grand, how long will it take? And they were like, it'll take two hours. And I was like, Grand, I'll shut down the building. No problem. Get rid of these rats. Get Dirty rats. rid of them. Mr. Rat was trying to get in because it's cold outside. He was trying to get warm. And the building is very warm. That's what they were trying to do. Yeah. Oh, fuck him, he's dead now. I have a podcast recommendation. Go. Well, it's only an episode of podcast. Uh, people, I don't know. Uh, Mark Maron again, I know, but he's actually had really good episodes. Uh, Paddy Smith does on Mark Maron this weekend. It's very, very good. Everybody should You told to me it. about another Mark Maron one and you were like, you should listen. Sack. Oh, yeah. It was excellent. But yeah, Paddy Smith. I can't believe he's back making podcasts after it's his It's so sad. And he's like. Devastated. Devastated. Like you can hear in his voice, he's just like devastated. But the Paddy Smith episode was fucking great, and it just made me want to go back to New York. Oh man! But then I watched I don't the Go Go's documentary. It's great. Did you, I forgot. I was meant to say that to you actually. I was meant to send you a copy of it. So good. Do you know what I've been watching? And you need to watch. And it's on my laptop what? right now. It's a TV show called Pen Fifteen. Oh, I seen the clip for. Dude, I binged it. Really? It's so fucking good. Like it is literally like I don't know. What do you like? What, are you bad with cringy stuff? I'm bad with secondhand embarrassing yeah, stuff. Yeah, Colin's the same. He couldn't watch it. Because I, like, I can't watch like The Office. It is literally... Let's see what my mum sent me. Oh, did she send me? She said, like now? Question mark? Yes, please, Caroline. Like yes, now. Um, but everybody watch Pen15 because it is the most... Like, it's honestly probably the most like honest portrayal of like a bunch of 13 Of being years. a teenager? But the best thing about it is the two girls in it are both 33, but they play themselves as 13. And they are so good. Like, not throughout, throughout the show, I would forget... That they were adults. Really? They're that fucking good at it. Yeah, they're so good. But it's really sad. It's really funny. It literally is like, I wanted to crawl under the table at parts of it because it's so cringy. But Pen15, definitely give it a go. Remember like that cringy shit you did as a teenager? Because I was going to say, do you know what I was thinking about doing for the podcast? You know what I'm trying to get out of writing an episode? (laughs) (laughs) You're not meant to tell them. Shut up! CHJ underscore is going to be very upset with us. CHJ, I'll come to your house. Um, No, she won't. (laughs) I will. Your house and tell you some fucking old tricks about yourself. Would you like me to give you a coaching <laughs> session? This is not fine. One hey, CHJ, potential. That yeah. was my favorite part. Hey, CHJ, potential. potential. I like. I think that describes us pretty much down to yeah. Just constantly trying, but potential. never, but never reaching the. I, but I think <laughs> constantly, constantly not trying. Constantly just not giving a fuck. Constantly being like, and then be like, why don't people like this? Not we put no effort into constantly it. Constantly not trying of anything, like even with work. Yeah, I had a no, call I today. Try, right? given up. This is an honest. If anyone listens to this podcast, I'm gonna be fired. Um, I had a call today that was like when I say like senior senior people, <coughs> they sent me a spreadsheet for. I didn't read it. Was it Jeff? It was a fair off. I um, I didn't read the spreadsheet. What? Did, how did you get through it? I just lied. Did you wing it? <laughs> I just... Jesus Christ. Literally, they were like... Um, so TPH is like a standard thing and like most businesses, like literally a throughput metric. And they were like, so what's impact in the throughput? And they were like, have you done any deep dives on that? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Here's it. Here you go. <laughs> Wait, let's tell you my feelings about why I think this is happening. With no quantifiable data. And they were just form. like, okay. They were okay. like, mm-hmm. but it just goes to show you that about 70% of the business is bullshit. One of them went to me, bullshitting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes sense, Sarah, makes sense. And I was like, no, no it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> Cause I don't know. Do you want to see a picture of a dead rat? <laughs> Do you want to know how there were like any um, big blockers in the business, anything that's stopping like you know it from happening, from you getting to where the business needs to oh be? And gosh. I was like, there was a rat in the building last night. 
and I won't work here anymore if they keep coming. <laughs> like, and I will refuse to come in yeah, here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to work from home. <laughs> oh, why? Because you're going to level five? No, because there's, there's a, rat. a rat. How many rats? Just one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this whole point of this was like me getting out and writing a story. I was going to see if I could find my journal. And read, oh, like, that's a great idea. And read, like, going back to that pen 15 thing. Yes, and read yes, 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 yes. That's a journal. fantastic idea. I don't know, but it's just a lot of me being like, I don't know. I hate my parents. Why my ma is such a <laughs> I throw away all my journals. I have one still. I one. Know. I don't think I do anyway. And my mum, yeah, I threw them all out because I was like, yeah, we're not doing this. Like, Imagine if you died <clears> and someone <throat> found, like, your... My journals? Yeah. You should tell me. You should give me a letter of all the shit you want me to get rid of. Okay, cool. We'll do that. Mine's just like bags of porn. <laughs> bags. Bags. Giant <laughs> dildos. In Did the you see my back of my wardrobe? Did you see my vase? I haven't seen it, but I've seen a picture of it. Um, just in the back of the wardrobe. If like, if I die, Get rid of you have porn. to like go in. Right? <laughs> Run into the <laughs> You have to get into the compartment in the back of my wardrobe. Just rubber fists. You got to take out all the porn. Mega dildos. And then you got to like get rid of all the dildos. Yeah. And then you got to say to Graham, she really loved you and she was she very did. happy. I, this is not a bag of porn. No, I'm he's even like, devastated about this. He's like, I'm very upset. But I need you to like, <laughs> yeah, no, like I. I don't think I have anything incriminating. Do I? No, I don't think so. If I ever die, Colin will just take all my stuff anyway. What are you talking about? This online. You don't want books. You throw them away. I want your books. No, you smell, don't. I smell them. You can just Graham um, them. the other day sold an item belonging to me on adverts without asking me. Now, Sarah, let's be honest here now. You have regularly dumped things belonging to them. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, I tell you, right? Because he was like, I'm selling this. And I was like, he brought out a shed first. And what I was, was like, it? what are you doing with that? A candle making kit. Oh, and I was cute. like, what are you doing with that? And he was like, I'm selling it. And I was like, sorry? And he was like, this fella coming to buy it. And I was like, oh, he'd already sold it. I was it. like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's a fella coming from adverts to buy it. And I was like, huh? And he was like, well, it's not like it's been in there for like three years and you've never used it. And I was like, your books have been out there for five years. And I bought you a Kindle. So I got rid of your books because you have And he was like, I read them. And I was like, see that? There's like the word is read. Yeah. You've already read them. Yeah, but they're like your babies. you got to keep your books. I've got a tiny house. I don't have room for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, do you think Graham would want this for Christmas? And I just wrote back being like, we've no space for that. I it? know he would want it, but I was like, that's not where to put it. It was like a poster that you like scratched all the like movies that you'd see in awe. Oh no, that's nonsense. Get rid of that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, shit like that. I don't know. Like. Do you know what else? Leslie said this thing to me yesterday, right? And. Oh no. No, it wasn't an oh no thing. Oh. But when she said it, I was like, I don't think I've ever. Mo- I, th- I think I don't care enough about anything to do this oh, so she was saying something about buying someone a present and she was like I just go <coughs> onto their wish list she was like because one year I bought them a hoodie and I've never seen them wear it and I was like I I couldn't remember no I wouldn't remember I honest to God wouldn't remember like I can't like, remember, remember what I got I'll remember you your, I'll remember your birthday but I can't remember this. what I got you oh I remember what you got me but I'll remember you, what did I get you you got me the not no value. Book the what's his name? The Chris Ware book, and you got me a lovely what's the name of that tweed des- tweed designer? Just the cups and the lip balms and the Kat your bag Kitson? packets and stuff. Yeah. Uh, did you <coughs> tell me to get you that book? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, like I would never. No, she said that, and it wasn't like a bad thing. No, but it's just that she would be aware. Yeah, it's obviously a good thing to be like aware of like the God, things the you're finding. This is people. a good idea. Yeah, all, but they're all very techy. My wish list is private on Amazon, though. So. 
They have like a full wish list, all of them, and all of like their like uh, and like re- removed family. Yeah, to call it. Like they're not their immediate family. Yeah, and then also they have like a family calendar and everything. But like when you have a wish list, if you buy something, does it immediately go off the wish list? Because yeah. my fear, oh, okay, my fear would be like on the wish list, buy something, and then I'm like, no, oh, it's okay. gone off the wish list then. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm trying this year because of everything that's about to happen to buy local. I am too. Like I've already, your present is local. Housekeeping. Yeah. I've no other news. <laughs> I've no other I? stories. I have no stories. I'm, nothing's happened. Did we get any more ghost stories? Yeah, but we're going to leave them for next week so you don't have to do a story. I probably will just do a story. No, 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 no. We're going to do a special episode next week. Of ghost stories, ghostly stories, and scary stories and frightening stories. Like so, someone I know sound in the story where she was nearly kidnapped. So we're gonna <gasps> do that one. What? Who? She's like, did you not read the email? Check your emails. Check the Gmail account. It's fucking insane. And I didn't know this happened. But then when I read it, I was kind of like, this actually rings a bell. So yeah, read the story. It's on Gmail. It's fucking insane. Um, so if you have any stories, please email us. Don't send them by DM with Instagram because I find that like I can't keep track of it. I have some by Instagram by DM and it's fantastic. Thank you so much. But if you could G- send them to our Gmail, it's murdermostirishpodcast.gmail.com. So any scary stories, any crazy shit that's happened to you, like really frightening things, scary things, send them to us and we're going to do a special episode so Sarah doesn't have to do any work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks a million. I Thanks can't a believe trillion. this. Yeah, it's crazy. I read it and I was like, what the fuck, Ashling? Nuts. Okay, and that's a good it's story. It's so where I come from as well, the entire thing. I was like, oh, this is so fucking so where I come from. Shall I do my story? Yes. My very, very sad, depressing story. Um, so my steward, Ned, is about the murder of Declan Flynn. Aww. And I got my information from a man with my favorite, current favorite surname of all time, a man called Ger Philpot, and he works for GCN. Philpot. Philpot, great. What's name. GCM? GCN, Gay Community News. Oh, I didn't know it's that. It's a magazine, yeah. Um, which we have to say, Colin has been in various times because if I don't say that, he'd be like, why didn't you tell everyone? Colin has been in the GCN. Colin was on the cover of GCN. What did he do? Him and Jamie. Well, Colin. Skinny twins. Uh, <clears throat> GCN News. For being the greatest gay of all <laughs> of Irish all time. time. Top number one number, greatest Irish gay. Number one Irish gay, Colin Foy. <laughs> um, so McGill.ie, the Irish Times, a little bit from the Men's Row podcast. Oh, is there anything else? Oh, pinknews.ie as well. So this is where I got all my information for. So I started this very much like a fucking 15 year old writing a novel. I do this sometimes. <laughs> these stories yeah, I, I just start to write like this? you know when you were in secondary school and you had to do creative writing did you guys ever do when you were in primary school my news our news yes our news today is Wednesday it is a yeah. sunny day um, yesterday Emma went to the park yesterday I lost my tooth <laughs> my mum said I could have 25 euro she lied only 6 euro was under my pillow <laughs> um, I got 17 <laughs> bags of jellies <laughs> Oh, he loves some jellies. <laughs> Fuck it. I was watching a, a video on Instagram yesterday. It was just this girl. It is amazing. Just this girl who works in a shop pouring jellies into buckets. And I was like, Fuck. Really? I want jelly so bad. I yeah. was watching a video oh. with Lily of um, people making candy floss. Oh. And it was this one shop where they made candy floss and put ice cream inside it. I've seen it. And then they cut it. Candy floss hurts my teeth. Yeah, candy floss hurts my teeth too, but kills I do really like teeth. it. I do like it too. Um, but it Lily was like, Mad, that looks lovely. 
<laughs> Yours like, look lovely. She's like, correct and right. I don't know if I'd eat that, Lily. I'd fucking eat the shit. I don't think I would. But my teeth, I, then I'd be like, no, 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 no. She was all over. Um, so this is the start of my story. It's very much a 15-year-old writing a fucking... It was a warm, swampy day on September 9th, 1982. Oh, Jesus, we're there. There you go. We're, we're in it. it. We're in it. When 31-year-old Declan Flynn had a chat with his friend in the Fair, Fairview Grill, which is still there, apparently. Is it? Yeah, hold on. Colin! Is the Fairview Grill still in Fairview? Yeah, still there. Um, what? Yeah. Um, so the Fairview Grill in Fairview. Fairview Park sat directly across from the restaurant and it was here that a gang of local teens who had named themselves the Rollers were pacing the park. Robert Armstrong, 18. Anthony, a local gang. A local gang. Look at this. Anthony Maher, 18. Colm Donovan, 17. Patrick Kavanagh, 18. And a 14-year-old boy who could not be named due to him being a minor had a singular, singular goal in mind to rid the park of gay men. What? Have you not heard this before? This is fucking crazy. The gang claimed they had rid the park of over 150 gay men since their fruition the previous summer of 1981. And on the night of September 9th, their first attack failed as the man they attempted to rob was carrying a knife and he was able to run away from the boys. Declan Flynn was their second attack. <gasps> Patrick Kavanagh was used as bait that night. So Fairview Park was well known as a place where gay men went. Was it? Met. Yeah, Fairview Park was, yeah. So like St. Stephen's Green as well. It's St. Stephen's Green. It's still, it still is. Oh, hang on. Yeah, no, I had an account. The park, yeah, yeah. Kavanagh was to sit on the bench and wait for a man to sit beside him. Kavanagh did as he was told while the other boys waited behind trees and bushing, bushes holding large like sticks and planks of wood. Declan sat beside Kavanagh and according to Kavanagh, Declan placed his hands on Kavanagh's crotch. The boys noticed the, noticed the two began to scuffle on the bench and Kavanagh shouted, get the bastard. Declan Flynn ran and the boys gave chase. He ran across the grass towards the North Strand. Ten yards from the roadway, the gang caught Declan. They knocked him to the ground they beat and kicked him in his head, stomach and back until, according to GCN, the 14-year-old boy uh, shouted, some, heard someone shout, scatter. And the gang fled. So they were kicking and beating and they heard someone shout, shout scatter. It's probably one of the lads. I don't know you don't know which one. So Anthony Matters said he knew Declan was dying, that Declan lay on the ground, choking on his own blood. Before running, Anthony said he opened Declan's shirt buttons while the rest just stood by. Then they ran. One of the boys, Why did he open his because he was choking on his own blood, so he opened the top button, thinking that it would help, and he like turned him on his side, so he thought like he won't, the blood won't go back down into his throat, his throat would be like not constricted. After like attacking him? After beating him, basically to death. One of the boys, Robert Armstrong, uh, was come upon by two young men walking home from a night out. John Sheridan and Colin McGrain said Armstrong was standing near Fairview Park. He seemed excited and overwhelmed. And when they approached him, they noticed that he had blood on his hands. Armstrong then led them to Declan's body. Sheridan said he noticed a shadow on the ground, but when, quote, then, quote, saw it was a man. He then went on to say, quote, there was a slight gurgling noise. Aww. This is horrific. The two men tried to lift Declan, but he was too heavy. Uh, they then left to find a phone box, box to try and call an ambulance. You kind of forget about phone boxes. Yeah. Like, because this day and age, you'd be like, yeah, they'd be like, take double. your phone out, range, you know, that way. Outside the park, they noticed a guard, a car. The two guardie and the two men went back into the park together. So they found the guardie. Um, Robert Armstrong, the guy, that the young lad that they found outside, uh, had ran as soon as he showed them the body. So he just ran then. He scarfed. So at 1.50am, the ambulance arrived and Declan was transported to James Connolly Memorial Hospital. 
They reached the hospital at 2 a.m. At 2.20 a.m., 32-year-old Declan Flynn was pronounced dead. So, this Jesus. is all about Declan Flynn. Yeah. You're going to be so angry by the end of this. Declan Flynn was born on July 22nd, 1951 to Christopher and May Flynn. He was born into an Ireland which criminalised homosexuality and 31 years later it was still a crime to be a gay person in Catholic Ireland. Was it still illegal? It was still legal in 1981. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's crazy. And it wasn't decriminalised until 10 years later. 1991? So 19... He was born... This happened in 1981. It was was 12 years later from that date. So 1993 it was decriminalised. Isn't that crazy? Ireland's a shithole. Shithole. Um, being gay was, ah, I take <laughs> was like living in hushed tones, a secret existence. Although there were one or two bars and some um, activist movements had began to spring up, being gay in Ireland was, was a very lonely experience for most people. That's so sad. It's horrible. Why don't you just like spending your whole, like 32 years. Hiding. Pretending to be something that yeah, you're not. Just hiding. And then being like really afraid to like. It just makes me sad. Yeah, like it makes me so it's sad. The stuff that you, it's a straight, it makes me cry. Does the stuff as a, as a heterosexual person that you take for granted? You just don't even think about it. Like you're not. Like thinking, I don't think about holding Graham's no, hand. You're not like I have to go into a park and meet someone to potentially feel some sort of connection in the dead of night. I do that night. sometimes. We both do. I do that down the park together. <laughs> me and you together. I just meet you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can we get tea? Yeah, we're friends now. <laughs> so, because of the lack of safe space, safe spaces for gay people to meet, people began to use parks as cruising areas, places to meet safely, to find someone alike and share a moment. One of these places was where Declan met his demise. So, Declan was born into a middle class family. He was the eldest of ten kids. Ten. Catholics, man. Yeah, and he grew up in Whitehall. He my mum's after. Sorry to interrupt. Did she send it? My mum's after sending ten pictures oh, of me. Stop. Um, <laughs> so I'll go through them all. Oh God, she keeps going. Oh okay. Lord, there's so many. Is that you? Yeah. Oh my God, just fucking image of your dad. Jesus it's Christ. Crazy, isn't it? I Lily Harper. Lily, yeah. Oh my God. Is that you? That's me, Sarah. You actually are. You fucking <laughs> are uh, a school teacher. School teacher. Oh, Sarah. Is that your dad? Yep. Look at that mustache. Look at that hair. Holy shit. Oh, you're so cute, I have Sarah. No oh my god, Lily Harper. Holy fuck, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's my dad. That's gorgeous. That's my dad. You look lovely there. Um yeah, but look like this is a corset bag. I, I remember the corset this bag. This is um a feather duster. Fabulous. That I took apart and put it in and got hair. the hairdresser to put in my hair. Love it. Um and there's oh me God, as a little baby so at the zoo. I'll put the picture. I'll send the pictures up. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted. No, you're story. fine. You're fine. No, I wanted to see them. Um, so, da, da, da. so he was the oldest of ten kids, and he was born in Whitehall. He was a tall, stocky man with a kind smile. He sometimes stammered when nervous. Aww. Declan attended Larkhill National School and then went to the Christian Brothers Primary School in Marina. Like you just You already know that like fucked up shit happened. Yeah. He worked as a farmhand upon leaving school and an auxiliary nurse in Grange Gorman. What's he, an auxiliary nurse? I'm not sure. He eventually began working at Dublin Airport for Arintha, and according to Jer Philpot in GCN, he was employed under Air Arintha, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Informal policy of supporting people with disabilities. Oh, that's nice. So Declan had a learning difficulty with the man who interviewed him for his role in the Arintha job describing him as having the intelligence of a 12-year-old. He also described Declan as a, quote, very soft, innocent type of fella. 
Declan had identified himself to the gay community of Dublin by helping out at Hirschfield Centre in Temple Bar. Now, I will say I was ignorant about the Hirschfield Centre. I knew nothing about it until I looked it up today. Uh, I literally had never even heard of this before. The Hirschfield Centre was Ireland's first LGBT community centre, a place, place where people um, who felt sidelined from society could come to find solace, friendship and love. It was opened in 1979 and Senator David Norris stated that it revolutionised Temple Bar. You did not enter this centre without making a statement about who you were. To the people of Hirschfield, Declan Flynn was a gay man. To everyone else, including Declan's family, he was not. Declan had not come out to his family and his father stated, even after Declan's murder, that his son was not gay. And they could not see a reason as to why the murderers targeted him. And those people that started, that's so brave. Really? Like, isn't that so brave? The 1979 Ireland. Right. Like, in the height of Catholic, like kind of not as bad obviously as the 50s but still at that very much like that angry point of the Catholic Church being like you're not getting the pill you're not getting contraceptive you know gays are going to burn in hell like we were in that moment you know what I mean and they like started this centre and so brave and did so much good work he and Senator Norris like Senator Norris did so much so much amazing amazing work work. like and he was so like to be so vocal that that brave like so smart so intelligent he always makes me happy whenever I see him he's such a lovely man he really is like Um, and it's it's but it's it's incredible that they were able to do that because these people were hiding like gay people in Ireland were literally going to fucking parks because they couldn't go anywhere else so these people are incredible was the George open then the George opened after that but the, apparently the George was like super small when it, very, when it first opened. My mum and dad's like, um, <clears throat> wedding reception yeah. was in a gay pool, a gay bar up um, near where Colin used to live, near um, the back of the rotunda. Oh, but, uh, by um, Parnell's. Yeah, Parnell's my dad oh, was okay. gigging there and that's where their reception was for their wedding. Oh, cool. And they had apple pie for their wedding cake. Oh, yeah, not that I'll ever get married. It's only fifteen people there. Gonna die alone. Like a COVID wedding. Yeah. Like a COVID wedding. So, Declan died on the ground in Fairview Park. Doctor James Curran performed his five-hour post-mortem, and his cause of death was recorded as asphyxia due to inhalation of blood following oh. criminal assault. Dr. Curran stated, quote, This man sustained concussion as a result of a severe blow to the back of the head. He also sustained trauma to the nose, which caused bleeding into the main nasal cavity. Blood was then inhaled into the larynx, trachea and lungs. Declan also sustained minor brain damage due to the severity of wounds inflicted upon him. They beat him so badly they gave him brain damage. Jesus. Bunch of kids. And had they been doing this, like, had they attacked other people? This was like, I'll get into that. But this was like, they've been doing it since the previous summer and like their job was to get gays out of the park. So they were like beating them up, robbing them and then like trying to stop gay men from meeting each other in the park. So they were doing this for an entire summer. Little fucking sociopaths. Yeah. Um, the gang who murdered Declan split up that night. So they all went their separate ways with some going home and some, namely Armstrong and Maher, going back to Maher's. Uh, flat and they stated that they just sat there staring at the fire the whole night because they realised they killed him they were like we're after doing this now now there's a lot of uh, I don't give a fuck about these dudes and I'm not going to go into them sounds like they're like victimising them all people did was victimise them of course you can't like all literally so many things articles written about like detailed descriptions of what they thought and what they felt I don't give a fuck what they thought and what they They felt they beat a man to death because he was a homosexual. Fuck them. Like, no. Like, and people are like, oh, it was out of the time. When I was 15, I knew what it was wrong to hate gay people. Like, oh, anyway, I'll get into it. So on Sunday morning. Here, here's the thing, right? Go. 
even if you're brought up with like not knowing that it's wrong <clears throat> yeah to hate a person it is it has never been the case in the history of like our state that it has been like acceptable to murder anybody. Literally, that's what, and that's what this is. It's like you can't, you can't like murder you can't people. like justify the fact that like they were brought up to like they were brought up to they hate didn't baby, know, but they didn't understand. But they didn't understand. It's like no, sorry, motherfucker, don't murder anybody. You fucking did. So on Sunday morning, the guardie picked up Maher and Armstrong. Um, they then continued to round up the rest of the gang. So. They got to the 14-year-old boy and upon arresting the 14-year-old, he said... You fucking oh, spilled his guts. Yeah, his kid. He said he only knew Armstrong and Matter from seeing, him in the, seeing them in the park every now and again, that he knew didn't know them and knew nothing. And then he asked, because he saw Maher and Armstrong in the Garda station, are they telling you everything about the killing? This kid's a genius. He, like, he's a kid. He's okay. an absolute genius. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's important to note, remember you asked me had they been doing this for an entire summer, that representatives of the gay community had sent a detailed dossier to the guardie of people involved in the attacks in Fairview for the last year. Oh my gosh. And it was completely ignored. Cunts. So... They seem to fucking hear it. <laughs> They're fucking always being shit at their jobs. It's so much worse. So we're going to talk about the trial now. So on Tuesday, March 2nd, 1983, Justice Sean Gannon, this cunt, presided over the Central Criminal Court. Five youths had been arrested after, and this is a direct quote. I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this word, but also I think I am because later on, there's an organisation in Ireland that uses this word. So I apologise if I'm not allowed to say this word, but queer bashing rampage. That's what they called it. That's what people were Why calling it. Why wouldn't you be allowed to say that? I don't know. I, I think queer it, is an offensive. It is to, in some contexts. So I don't know if I'm because I'm not part of the community. But there is uh, later on. There's something I talk about that actually has that name in it. That's like an organisation. So the five gang members were charged with murder with all of them pleading not guilty to murder <clears throat> but instead guilty to manslaughter Robert Armstrong in his statement said uh, he turned Declan on his side so he would not choke he also said he called 911 but no call was ever logged or 999 didn't. because he fucking didn't no call was ever logged that they found they were like he didn't call 991 or 999 Maher stated in his sent uh, sent sentence that he did not mean to kill De Declan that they just wanted to get rid of gay men from the park so they were basically like oh we, we beat him but we didn't, he didn't, we didn't think he'd die that's what they were saying so Patrick McEntee who defended Maher Donovan and Kavanaugh claimed that quote these young people are bombarded with a, sh a share of propaganda about various minorities including homosexuals he also claimed the attack was not out of was oh listen to this was out of character for his clients and that they realised what they'd done was wrong so he tried to argue that this is out of character when well, they, they had been doing, doing it, it for a year. an entire year an entire year they had been doing this and he was like it's really out of character for them no it's that's their character it's in their character um, yeah you said even though they spent a year attacking gay people oh this is so frustrating so Justice Gannon told the jury not to find the 14 year old boy of murder due to insufficient evidence what? Three hours later, the jury returned with the verdict of guilty of manslaughter, but recommended lenient sentences for the rest of the boys. So on Tuesday, March 8, 1983, the five killers were handed down their sentences. So this is directly from GCN. I just copied and pasted this from GCN. So both Robert Armstrong and Tony Maher were sentenced to five years penal servitude. What? Suspended for five years. What? Colm Donovan was sentenced to four years. Suspended for four years. Patrick Avenue was sentenced to two years and suspended for two years. And the 14-year-old boy was sentenced to 12 months. Suspended for 12 months. 
They walked out of the jail. They didn't do a single... They walked out of the jail or out of the court. Although Justice Gannon stated in his summing up that the crime was a serious one and that each of them was liable to a life sentence, he also stated that the murderers came from good family backgrounds and that, quote, this could not be regarded as murder. Because he said, he thought in his brain, these are good lads, fuck the gays. They didn't mean to kill him. They just wanted to rough him up and let them go. Every single one of them, not one of them served any time for this man's murder. Is this cunt still alive? Nope. Because I would write him a letter. So Christopher Flynn, Declan's father, stated, they walked out of the court free, but my son cannot walk out of Glasnevin Cemetery. (sighs) And Declan's former supervisor at Erintha stated, this pissed me off so much because this is so where I come from. To be honest, I lost faith in justice. Some priest and a GAEA official talked up for some of the attackers going on about their good characters and they shouldn't have done that. So they, the priests and the GAA players and the GAA coaches then going, they're good lads, they're good lads because to them this gay man was not a human not, being. Just didn't deserve. Just, di- just deserved what he got and there's one less than in the world. And that's what that judge thought as well. So in Ireland in 1982 it seemed you could beat a gay man to death and walk free. Um, blah, 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 which seemed to be the case in Fairview. When the, the verdicts were announced, was greeted with cheering. What? These murderers were welcome home like heroes with their friends and family walking them through Fairview bar- Park in candlelight. What? <laughs> what? They held like, welcome back. Thank you so much for killing the gay. We're going to walk through where you murdered this man and let him choke to death on his own blood with some candles. What? When I tell you, because I knew this story, but I didn't know this much. So, so they have like a candlelight vigil for the boys, for that the murderers, murderers of this in chap. the place yep. where he was murdered. Yep, and they walk through Fairview Park. Could you imagine me and their family? Could you imagine me when I tell you I kill someone? Could you imagine being a gay man? A gay woman? Like, could you imagine? So first, so just to the side as well on this. So irishcentral.com. I read an article on irishcentral.com. This will tell you about the good character. So just an aside on these boys with such good character. A decade later in 1992, Robert Armstrong was one of the re- one of the main ringleaders of that attack. Broke into a flat with an accomplice in Ballymun and raped a woman who was seven months pregnant whilst her children were in the house. They gave her the option of being kicked in the stomach or submitting to the rape. So that was one of those chaps. What? That he let walk free. Yep. With good character. What's his name? Uh, Robert Armstrong. Robert Armstrong. We'll find you. He's he's probably in jail. I couldn't find anything else about him, but he's 100% probably in jail. So on March 10th, uh, two days after the verdict, an emergency doll meeting was held. Members of both Fine Gael and Fine Fall, including Bertie Ahern, who was a TD for Fair- Fairview at the time, called for the resignation Hope of, to Bertie, bring him back. <laughs> of Justice Gannon. None of this COVID if Bertie no. was in power. Justice Gannon did not step down and never commented on the ruling. And when I googled Justice Gannon, it was like a whole thing about what a prick he was. So after they done this and he let them walk free, he put a guy who stole a handbag in jail for 10 years. Ten years, because he stole a handbag. But these men murdered a gay man in cold blood and let him lay on the floor and die. And then had a little party in Fairview Park to welcome them back. And he let them walk free. And then one of them went on to rape a seven month, a seven month pregnant woman, and basically said to her, "I'm going to kick you in the stomach, or I'm going to rape you." Oh, I'm so bad with this today. So, 
da 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 Bertie Hearns TD. Oh, actually, the thing about Bert, Bertie went to, like, after this happened, the, obviously the his parents, Declan's parents, were from living around Fairview. So they went to, like, a town hall meeting and apparently they, like, erupted. They went mental and Bertie was like, we have to do something for these people because, like, they're beyond devastated at what's happening. Because you know after that happened... And they were left free. You know those people were mocked. You oh, know yeah. they made shit of him fair. And like you I'd say his siblings were, were like, yeah, oh, you're gay brother. Yeah, or like... 100%. Like, you know it was. So Bertie Hearn, they had that meeting and Bertie Hearn went to the doll and it was actually a really homophobic uh, TD working in Finna Fall. And even he called for your man's re- resignation. He was like, because beyond sexuality, you let five murderers walk free. So even he was like, you need to do something. But he never stepped in. I hope he died roaring. Anyway. Um, What's your favourite thing to say? How was it? Anus fellow? I hope it's anus prolapses. <laughs> so the Guardi also denied that they ignored st- uh, statements from the general public about these vigilante gangs in the Fairview area. But, but they did. But they did because the gay, the gay community were like, we gave you a literal dossier, like a full dossier. Here's their names. Here's what they look like. Here's what they're doing. Here's where it's happened. And it was completely ignored. But they were like, and once again, the Guardi investigated that and found that the Guardi had done no wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't Which wait is their favourite thing to, to do. Like, I get to like a place of power in my life where I get to investigate myself yeah. for all the shit like, things you know I've what? done. I didn't do that. Yeah. So it's fine. Do you know what? I did do that, but I was under a lot of stress and pressure. Having, I was having a bad day. Yes. So therefore. Um, because I can't go to hairdressers now because we're closing yeah. the hairdressers. So, so the LGBT community had just had enough. They were like done. So Monday night, Monday uh, Sunday, sorry, March 19th, 400 to seven, 800 people. They can't really say. So gay men, lesbians and allies marched from Liberty Hall through the killer's neighbourhoods and onto Fairview Park. Fuck it, so They marched through. So being gay had always been hushed in Ireland, but now these people were making noise and saying who they were and how they demanded equal rights. So basically they were like, fuck this shit. You can't just murder people. No. And brush them under the table because they're gay. You can't do that. Um, so Tony Walsh, curator, this is why I think I can say this word, of the Irish Queer Ar- Archive, so he runs the Irish Queer Archive, said um, of the march, quote, when the judge let them off with suspended manslaughter sentences, essentially what it said was that gay men had no value. We were angry and fearful and at the same time, at the same time, and the only good thing that came out of this misery was all funneled into the anger um, sorry, was all uh, was we funneled all that anger into Ireland's first proper pride, pride parade three months later. So this is where pride, gay, Irish gay pride came from. All from Declan and what happened to him, which is awful and should not. That shouldn't be a reason to. Do you know what I mean? But it is. He is partly to thank for what came forward, but he shouldn't have had to die for it. No, is what I'm saying. So and like no one died at Stonewall. Like, that's the thing. And they say, people say this is the Irish Stonewall. But that's this is, like, it. much... Like, Stonewall... What happened to Stonewall is horrific. And it's incredibly important. But, like... Nobody should have to die Nobody for was murdered. Like... So, on June 25th, 1983, gay pride protesters marched through the streets from Stevens Green to the GPO. According to pinknews.ie, this was not Ireland's first gay rights demonstration. That happened in 1970. But Declan's death had given life to the modern pride movement. Queer people were done hiding and instead were demanding their rights. It will be another decade before homosexuality will be decriminalised in Ireland. Oh, that someone had to die in such a cruel and terrible way for the new laws to be passed is horrendous. And died like 13 years before it was decriminalised. Even decriminalised. And there was a statement from one of the 
the like heads of the justice system were at TD was like, you need to do something about this. You need to help these people. You need to decriminalise. And he was like, oh, there's more pressing matters at hand, even after Declan had been murdered. Like they just didn't care, Sarah. They did not care about this man whatsoever. Mm. Um, there's an Irish Times article by Simon Caswell in which Declan's nephew, Niall Behan, speaks of his uncle. He said that Declan loved music, especially Elvis Presley, that he has special bond with his Down syndrome brother, Greg. He enjoyed picnics with his family in Wicklow. His family stated he was a kind, gentle person who, quote, came into his own at Christmas, decorating the family home from top to toe and giving everybody gifts. I just want to talk about him a little bit because I think it's like so much can be lost when someone dies. You know what I mean? Such Especially people, way. yeah. So gay rights campaigner David Norris, who knew Flynn or Declan Flynn personally, um, said that Declan had a fear of being seen by work friends. So he didn't want to go to gay bars, which led him to going to like to park. parks because he was terrified of someone seeing him entering or leaving a gay bar. So he would just go to p- parks to meet other gay men. So that's why he was there. That's why he was in Fairview. So on the 25th anniversary of the decriminalisation of homosexuality, the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar addressed the doll where he spoke about the injustices experienced by Declan and all other gay people. The Taoiseach apologised to these men and all others who were persecuted and harmed for just being who they were. So Declan's nephew, Niall, was actually born 12 years after Declan's murder. But as he grew up, he wanted to piece together what happened to his uncle. And more so like who Declan was, as opposed to him being like this figurehead. He wanted to figure him out. He now knows why Elvis impersonators were at every single family party party that they had after Declan's murder. That was a memory of Declan because he loved Elvis. So for every party that they would have, they'd bring Elvis, Elvis impersonators. Bean said he sees his mother physically clench when passing Fairview Park. He said of his family's pain, quote, it's still raw. This won't be something that will ever go away. And that is the story of the horrific murder of Declan Flynn and how Ireland was a fucking shithole and completely ruled by the Catholic Church. That's like so, like... It's desperate. And like, it's so, it's like even now... I know Colin and Craig feel uncomfortable being a couple in public. Like, I know they still worry about holding each other's hands. It's 2020. Still holding each other's hands. Still maybe giving each other a peck in the cheek. Like, when I'm with my boyfriend, that doesn't even... doesn't even... That's not even the thing that comes into my brain. But to be fearful of every step that you take. Because you don't know who hates you. You don't know that that person is going to come along and be like, I just hate you because I want to hate you and I have no actual valid reason for it. It's just, I want to hate. And like, I want to think that if this happened now, that they would be in jail. I want to believe that. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, it's just, I just don't know. Like. I think our criminal system has come along. Like, we have a gay Taoiseach. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Um, And I get that, but like... But I do know, like, in terms of, like... I mean, Colin went down to the train station during the day and there was, like, a slur written on the wall. wall, Um, And I know that they've left this apartment complex and that that... And had people shout shout things at them like, gay stories at them. Um, And... It's just... It's just hard because you, like... It's hard for them, obviously, more than anything else. But yeah. just to know that, like, someone you love is, like, walking or... Like, I remember when you used to live in Cork Street and we'd be worried about Colin coming yeah. home. Like, and I would literally be like, please don't come home just at 2 o'clock in the morning. Just get a fucking taxi. I'll yeah, pay for it. Yeah, don't walk home. Because it is... And I know I'd be worried there. about you coming home, but, like, just, you know, 
calm will come home and like full drag yeah do you know what I mean so um, you'd just be like please get in a taxi and come home because I'm so afraid something's going to happen really to you but that's really wrong it should be allowed fair. to walk up the road whatever he wants and I've, it's so it's like this frustrating thing of like you should be allowed to do whatever the fuck you want but please get a taxi because I'm so afraid something's going to happen to you yeah do you know what I mean but like it's just he was just in the park and he was just in the park the way he died like and regardless whenever, of like what he was doing there no anything, if, and if anything these men were going to the park to have to, consensual sex but also these other men were going to the park to violently Beat attack the and shit murder somebody. and murder somebody and like, like it was only a it was only a matter of time yeah. before someone got murdered yeah. like, because they had a full year of being literally on this, like it was, what they call the roller uh, they called themselves the rollers and they were to alleviate basically get rid of the gay men in the park and they would openly tell people that they were doing this like they all had girlfriends and their girlfriends would leave the park when they were going in because they were like we're not doing this and they were like we're going in to bash some gays and they thought that this was like the most deadly thing in the world and do you know what the worst thing is as he lay down dying on the ground they stole four pounds from his pocket on his watch like it's beyond like it's beyond like it escalated. It completely escalated. They were like, we didn't mean to kill him. You, but it was always going to escalate. Yeah, you he was beat just him in the head with sticks. Yeah, he was essentially... Five was of you. always going to escalate. Always. He was just the one that it got escalated to. It's like anything. It's like if something's unsafe and it continues to happen, it will It will just yeah. get to an escalated point where like... But it's like that case of Matthew Shepard in the States. What happened to him? Oh my God, what happened? Like, and it's like, this has... These things have to happen for people to go oh maybe we should not treat gay people like they're scum but somebody's dead yeah and like for that chap to be like my mum who's Declan's sister like physically flinches when she goes back past Fairview Park like she just a thought of like anybody that you love or anybody that you know lying on the ground dying alone alone while people have just like done it and ran off and also like just did it because and clearly would have been like shouting horrible things at all 100% like he died listening to people so he died listening to people saying all of the things that he was really fearful yeah. about being and he, um, he, and and he was it, by himself you know, and, and it, he did nothing to nothing. nobody and he was kind and he was lovely like he was he was and he just wanted somebody to love him he just wanted to be loved like and it seems like it's gotten to, to them that was a crime that was like you're bad and you're wrong the part that got me the most was the was the celebration of these chaps oh Emma like that I, I did not know that I just, yeah, I couldn't wrap my head around. How could you be someone's mother? No. Like how? How could you be someone's mother and be like, you know what? We'll just go to the park there where that man, what you did. that man died and you're free and we're going to walk around and have a great time. And like, that poor man's parents and bro- nine brothers and sisters are literally like their brother is dead. Their son is dead. And not only dead, murdered in the most horrific way and not only that one of the, a judge of this country was like yeah it was a murder yeah it was a and murder and even even if he wanted to give manslaughter he suspended all the sentences he suspended every single sentence like if he I wanted just... to give manslaughter they would have done some time but he was like I'm just going to suspend all your sentences because we don't need any more gays in the country At 31 years is not that long ago can the, the like can politicians not make you resign as a judge apparently they requested he step down and he was like no, no. I am a stupid old cunt with 
one of those like bald on top hair on the side I haven't seen what he looks like but oh. I imagine that's what he looks like hair on the side he had a full head of hair he man. did not have a full head of hair he had no hair I need a tiny full dick head of hair. fuck that guy oh you know he absolutely had fuck a tiny you Justice Gannon I know you're dead because you were 65 when this happened so you're dead now Justice Gannon yeah anyway it's very sad I'm so sorry to his family his, his nephew is fabulous actually his nephew did that interview with the Irish Times and he was wonderful so I hope his family are getting some peace I really really do Many. Men indeed. Many. Like the fact that there was a 14 year old kid in that park beating the shit out of somebody is so frightening. But you know what? That hasn't gone away. No, it hasn't. It's still happened. Like, 100% still happening. Like. Um, but anyway. Well, on that note. I'm sorry to everybody involved and it's all awful and I'm sorry for my downer of a story but I just thought it was important. And it is important. It's good to talk I about I think you things. did a good job. Thanks Sarah Jane. You did a good job. Well done. Um, a boolabus. A boolabus. A boolabus. Um, <laughs> That's a total downer of yeah. <laughs> We're just like um, uh, everything's well, garbage. Well it's just like it, yeah it is very much but like I will say that things have changed. Oh they have and massively improved like. Yeah like you know, you know, it has. Like the it's, repeal and the vote yes for marriage. Like, yeah. we have come a long way as a country. Yeah. But some, like, that's just so, like, just the thoughts that, like, these people couldn't see what they had. Yeah. Do you know what I just realised? Go. I got all my shit back from Belfast. Yeah. And I did not get my vintage hair brush and mirror. I was going to message that man now. Oh, because you saw mine? Yeah. You message them and you tell them from me. You need my fucking hairbrush that I'm not going to use. I need my hairbrush and how dare you. <laughs> um. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, obviously things have changed and things have improved and we've moved forward. And even actually when they did the um, the marriage equality referendum, I know that there was, I believe Panty did something where she mentioned Declan and his family and just oh, really? said, you know, unfortunately or fortunately he's the reason a lot of this is happening you know what I mean it's like this weird double-edged sword where you're like it's nice that his family have like accepted them now but yeah they have I just think at the time it, like it was shocking for anybody like you know what I mean to be like my son's not gay what are you talking about but he was gay he was a gay man like yeah he was I mean I'm sure they've come to terms with it now and they love him regardless so but yeah don't be bastards everyone be sound Wear a mask. Wear a mask? Please what are you going to do this week to make you happy? Oh, I don't know. We should do something. There's nothing to fucking do. We're going to level five. What do they say? Well, there is. We can, like, cook a nice meal together. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. And we can eat some chocolate. We can have a cheese night. <gasps> yeah, um, okay, that sounds good. And we can watch a shitty movie together. And Yay. actually make some time. Um, because I'm... Do you know what I was thinking today? What? Um, oh. Is that, like, the podcast is great. <laughs> not even but (laughs) but like since we started doing the podcast we make time for the podcast but then we use that time to like see each other yeah and then we kind of don't see each other yeah 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 yeah. and I know things are mental for both of us at work but like I just think it's probably important that like well, we make you know, time in our relationship it is important it is important important. because I can't live without (laughs) you stupid cunt Okay, let's me nuts. Let, I know we'll, we'll see each other during the week then um, but uh, we should pick a day or a night to do it probably the weekend lads the Taoiseach Micheál Martin is making a live address on the new COVID-19 restrictions after the cabinet to move the country agreed to move the country to level 5 restrictions with certain alterations from midnight on Wednesday for 6 weeks whoop the lads uh, the restrictions will be reviewed after 4 weeks 
schools are set to re- remain open. Construction will remain open. People are only able to exercise. Lol. Within five kilometers. I love that they always mention the exercise. I'm like, grant you. <laughs> but that's to stop everyone going up the mountains. Yes. Yeah. People will be able to meet up outdoors with one other household stay away from their home for situations such as exercise in the 5k limit weddings will be able to have 25 guests would you be bothered I wouldn't get married Ooh, many non-essential retail editors and hairdressers will have to close that means Park Keelan's gonna close fuck but the GAA can still do whatever the fuck they want so the GAA is gonna stay open up to GA fuck the GA I love it. As my mother would say, brown envelopes, plenty of brown envelopes. Oh, you know, pass absolutely. back and forth there now. Absolutely. Here, listen, if you want to have a chat about something that's like complete and utter like con, yeah. it's the GAA. The GAA. If you think college basketball in America is like a, a con, con, and if you think American college football in America is a con, come to the GA. Come to the GA because it's literally the exact same, yeah. except these people don't get educated. Nope. And the things that they do get are like, Oh, do you want a cushy number in as a civil servant? 100% what they do. Do you want a cushy number in the bank? That's literally what it is. Yeah, absolutely. They're always like, I'm a primary school teacher yeah, or I'm I work for the bank. I'm a primary school teacher bank. or I work or for the I Bank of Ireland in, yeah. or I work for the local uh, who who social welfare Fuck office. off. And it's like, okay, yeah, because whoever Because they got your job because they want you to fucking kick a ball around the pitch yeah. for eight hours a day or whatever. If you want to see real money. The guy. Oh, fuck me. Anyway, we have to, we can't uh, go exercising any within five kilometres of each other, but guy players are allowed to be in the same dugout and fitting rooms. And the same other. changing rooms. Changing rooms. Are they allowed to change together? Of course they are. Of course they fucking are. They're probably in there well, licking each other's balls. One of the lads who plays football one. said that he wasn't allowed, to, you're not, like, you have to come in your gear and go home in your gear. I don't know. I don't believe any of them. Mm. I do want, I, like, I don't believe I'm going to say really something no. that's uh, controversial. Oh, go on. Well, Craig will probably kill me. God. But I think the school should stay open. I don't know anything anymore. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I just want things to be back to some more. Oh, here, this fella in Belfast texts me back about my stuff. What did he say? Oh, wait, no, it's not. It's Brian. Did he nick it? He said, Brian, Brian Murphy. I, do you know what? Thank God. Because I just read it there being like, hang on, is this? Why is he sending me this? So I sent a message to that fella saying, you've still got my shit in your house. And then Brian sent me a message back immediately and I thought it was him and it just said, I'll send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, Brian. Hello, Brian. He doesn't listen to this. Whatever. Fuck you, Brian. Fuck this shit, I'm, I'm out. out. Okay, have you anything uh, else? Do I have anything else? For the peeps? Uh, no, for thank the you for listening to the 20th episode. 20th episode! I don't know if any of this is useful. Probably not. Yay! I think some of the story and then that's it. Here, do you know what I will say, lads? We're going to go into level five, right? We're going into level five, friends. And um, I know that that's really difficult. And I know a lot of people are going to be like stuck for work. And But if you have any extra money or if you're looking to like support, buy vouchers in like your hairdressers. Great and idea. And your tattoo artists. Great idea. Um... And what that does is it gives them some cash flow that, yeah, potentially in the future may be uh, cash flow that they don't have. Yeah. But it gives some people some stability. It does. It gives like, them... And it doesn't have to be a lot. I mean, if everybody you know, knew or know, buys like 20 euros worth of a voucher from like a hairdresser's yeah, it'll or a barber, up. it'll add up, it'll help because these people are like, like a lot it's of awful. people are going to really struggle coming out as the other side. Like, and it's fucking two months before Christmas. It's two months before Christmas. This is when these people are ramping to make money. Like, and I'm, 
I'm really lucky because I work for like an awful company. Um, I'm lucky too because I work for a company that is going to continue to trade. My um, but my my job will make more money because of COVID. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, Jeff Bezos is a cunt. I don't work for him. Jeff Bezos from Amazon. <laughs> Listen, Jeff Mezos. Fuck you. Hey, Jeff. Fuck you and your baldy head. I think you're great. And he looks like a penis. I love your fizzy eye. He looks like he does have a fizzy eye. Yeah, he does have fizzy he eye. Does have a fizzy I eye. always say, do you know what? No matter how much money you have in the world, <laughs> can't fix that fizzy eye, can you? <laughs> no mention when he's going to fix that. No, you can do about that fizzy eye. When I looking at you, I'm when I looking for you. Um, yes, he is. But then that's it. <laughs> happy, happy, happy lockdown. Time. Happy lockdown, guys. Everything's awful. Are we still going to continue to see each other? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with people. (laughs) No. I see nobody. No. The only people I see are you. Yeah. I have, like, very few friends. (laughs) (laughs) We're, we both, like, it's just what we were saying today. We were like, why haven't we gotten this? And I was like, because I only see you. We don't have any mates. (laughs) I don't socialize with anybody. (laughs) We're literally like, uh, we see each other. Yeah. And that's it. Mm, This is true. That's the way it's Um, staying. But yes, thank you for listening to episode 20. 20 weeks of this bullshit. Um, wear a mask. Wear a mask. <sighs> Order a pizza for yourself. Oh, I'd love pizza. Or a muffin. I ordered pizza today and never came. <gasps> okay, we're going to go and tell me the story. And the pizza man was like, I can't find your address. What? I was like... Literally, it's there. How can you not find your fucking address? Where'd you order from? I'll come find you. Where'd you order from? Domino's. <gasps> That's weird. I know. They're usually really good. I like. know. Didn't give me my money back either. But I have so much money now that I don't care. <laughs> I can buy like a hundred pizzas. Yeah, right. I sit in the corner office of my building. And I just order pizza and all I day. I pizza all day with my corporate credit card. <laughs> I'm reminding me I have to do my expenses or say I'm going to get fired. Okay, do your expenses. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. I got a question I need to ask. Will someone answer, please? I hate to pry, but I'm about to blow. I need to know if you keep these. I have traveled around the place. All I've seen are wasps. Blind melon on the radio. Get the bees of all the Keep up.